0: Guess what? We've just started our very own Catching Up With Cub community and we want you to be part of it. Head to cub.club forward slash podcast and subscribe today to receive a weekly email with exclusive content from every episode. Have the ability to speak directly with our Catching Up With Cub team to help us build the best show possible and receive invites to special events where you'll meet and hear from our guests along with other incredible business owners. Head to cub.club forward slash podcast now and join the community. (laughs) I'm <laughs> done. Hello legends and welcome to today's show. Catching up with Cub, as always, is brought to you by Cub, the Club United Business, Australia's number one members club connecting our country's top entrepreneurs and business leaders. And today I catch up with Cub member Ryan Jones, the owner of Ryan Jones Building Co. Starting his business just five years ago with one apprentice. Ryan now employs over 20 people and has expanded his building operations uh, in the eastern suburbs, north shore and inner west. Ryan and I discussed the importance of having self-confidence when it comes to starting a business, the issues the construction industry is facing at present, and how trust and relationships are the essence of doing successful business. Ryan's a really cool guy. Enjoy the show. We saw the episode while I was yawning. I'm going to wake up. Geez, am I boring you already, mate? No, did she (laughs) – Laura checked in when I was checking out. But, um, I mean, you're welcome. Thank you. I'm assuming you're going to have absolutely no issue um, feeling comfortable on the show since I read uh, that you've been in reality TV. Oh, yeah. Geez, we've dive straight into that. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) I have.
1: I spent a little bit of time in front of the camera and it was was a hell of an experience. It was – I mean, I I wouldn't – I wouldn't be a TV guy. I wouldn't watch t- too much TV, but sort of something just ca- came up and an opportunity came up, and and How, me, me being me, I just I jumped at it and and went with it. And what was the show? So the show was the the Bachelorette. <laughs> That's the one where there's there's one girl and there's a bunch of yeah, guys. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, awesome. yeah. You got it. You know it. You watch <laughs> it, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> nah,
0: the only the only reality yeah.
1: TV that I'm that I'm. Uh, I'm guilty of what she's the Kardashians. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but um, and how would they reach out to you? So it was uh, it was just as simple as a message on Instagram, and um, and 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 my flatmate at the time, I, I I told her about it, and she was a big fan of the show, and she said, um, "Oh, you got to go on it." And I was just like, "No, nah, no, nah, like that's that's not me. I'm not I'm not that type." And but you know. I suppose never say never, and uh, and I and I followed through with it, and uh, went through all the auditioning process and all the rest of it, and um and yeah, spent uh, I think I spent seven weeks in in a house in Dural uh, fighting for for love.
0: And, and so, what's the audition process? So they reach out to a few people, and then they, yeah. they 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 literally bring you in for
1: auditions. What's that like? Yeah, that was um well, it was I suppose intimidating to the point because you I mean you 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 go into a we went to Manly, so obviously they do it all around the country, um, and then we, they, you know, you get shortlisted or whatever it may be, and you go through, for. I think there was two audition phases, and, and we went to a place in Manly, and a hotel I think it was the Novotel, and we all went into a room, and they basically just threw a whole bunch of guys into a room and said, uh, let's just see what, what what will happen, throw questions at you, and put you in scenarios, and um, in, in a group environment, and then following the group environment, they they culled, um, culled a few guys, and then and you went into a room with all the producers and then you, you you sat in front of them and they asked you questions and, and, um, you know, asked you about your life and your experiences and what you would do. And, um, and I just, I just, I was me being me and, um. Yeah. What's that like? So like how much acting actually
0: happens on reality? Cause uh, obviously you're yeah. on camera. So, you know, whenever the camera's on you, like even me, like if I'm sitting yeah. on, um, uh, like last week I did, we did the Fred Shabesta keynote and I was sitting okay. on stage, I'm talking to Fred. Yeah, th- there was a camera on me, but yeah. it wasn't a TV camera, and there were a lot of yeah. people looking at me. So I still like, yeah, you know, I wouldn't. I'm doing things that I would do because the camera's there, and because you yeah, know,
1: is it like that or, or? Well, okay, so so you, do you forget. You, I mean, very much similar to now, right? You know, as soon as you start feeling comfortable in your environment, the the cameras go out the window, right? So you forget that they're there. So I suppose the best way to to explain it is is is, is no, it's not so much acting, but um. But they're filming so much content. You know, we're filming eight hours a day, seven days a week for a 45-minute episode. Um, So they're getting so many bits and pieces um, that they can sort of manipulate the story however they want and playing things out of context and, uh, yeah. They make it entertaining. They make it entertaining. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, It's
0: an interesting thing that, like, saying yes to something like that yeah. because for a lot of people they would be like, Oh, why would you want to be on like a reality TV show if you're a serious business person? Yeah. And, and um, uh, Oh, it makes you look silly and things like that. But, but the, the, the answer is that's just not true. There's very little bad yeah. that can come from doing something as fun or, 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 or like silly or, or whatever it may be as, as any reality TV yeah. show. Really, yeah. at the end of the day, all you're doing is getting more exposure, yeah. having a bit of fun, having a new experience. And, and look, if you don't like it, and fucking don't do it well, again. Well, that's – yeah. I mean,
1: look, I, I probably didn't come off – as good as what I would have hoped. I mean, did they make you the I, was the I was probably the bad boy or the <laughs> villain, if you will. But this is because I'm I'm a straight shooter. You know what I mean? I just call it how it is, and I think they went right. This guy's going to fit this role perfectly. So, I mean, coming off off the back of it, yes, I, it was probably not the not the media exposure that I would have liked. But it is what it is, and you know, I think the best thing to come of it is and especially moving into business post that, um, was, I was a familiar face for people and, um, and somewhat relatable and even going to, to meet clientele. Um, it was always like, Oh, you know, oh, where, I do, I, you. where <laughs> do I know you from? You know, you know? And, um, so there was a lot of that going on. So, you know, you you can't look back on your life with regrets. And yeah, although I didn't get painted the way I would have liked to, the experience was amazing. It gave me, um, you know, and you don't do that every day. You know, the radio shows, the, the, the TV shows that happened post that, um, Oh, it's great. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great experience. And, and, um, and, and so you said that was before you business. So what year did you do that? That was 2017 or 18. So probably five years ago now. It's mm-hmm. so a little while ago. Um, and looking back at it, I think that probably put me in a position to to start the business. There um, you go. Hey, there's a plus. Exactly <laughs> yeah. right. And you've got to take this positive out of these sorts of things, right? So uh, I was working for a pretty reputable company in the eastern suburbs as a site supervisor. And this I finished the house and the opportunity came up to go on this, this show. Uh, so I went away for – you know, I think it was, yeah, six or seven weeks on the show. And then I came off the show and I, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And, and you know, there's all these like – you know, if, if there was an envelope being opened, I was going to be there, you know, every club thing that was opened, every, every, everything I was just. Oh, you're quite so, like socialite. Yeah, socialite, yeah. you know. A bit now of a that I was famous, butterfly. I was going everywhere. Well, you know, I was like, I'm going to soak this up for a couple of weeks <laughs> or, or a month or two yeah, and then, and I see what will happen. And I so agree. I did that. And then I, I sort of, um, found myself in a position, right, I need to do something. Uh, so I went and, um, I went and worked as a site supervisor for another company and then, something just didn't, didn't sit right. I just, I I just was like, I, I think I need to do this myself. I think, um, I had this confidence in me and I thought, you know what, an, an opportunity had arisen to go and work with a previous client that I'd worked work with, um, before. And, um, yeah, off the back of that, RJBC was, was formed. And uh, I read, I read that you wrote, um, I had this overwhelming confidence in myself
0: and a fire in my belly. Yeah. Now, th- see, that type of thing, it's just so important to me because it's it takes that big, it takes having it takes someone kind of loving themselves. Yeah. Yeah, you know, having confidence in themselves in order to achieve great things. Cause if yeah. you don't think much of yourself, well, you, you're not gonna even attempt to do good things. I actually had this conversation with my sister the other day. Yeah. Because she's got three sons, okay. little boys. I said, I think it's super important that you just instill. Heaps of confidence, in yeah. him, make him feel like Superman from a yeah. young age. Because, like, I mean, that's probably what gave you the um, the confidence to go on the show. Yeah, now not that the show was like a huge whatever to your life, but but it, it, you you weren't afraid of doing it, no. yeah. You know? And then you weren't afraid of starting a business because you had confidence.
1: Well, especially if, if people are going to call me all these bad things on on um, and throughout the papers and all the rest of it, I was like, Jesus, that the worst that's going to happen, and I still. Mm. Woke up every morning with a smile on my face and, and yeah, it was, it was, it was, a, it was an amazing experience. And as I said, I had that fire in my belly and I, and I, and I wanted to do something and, and, and I had a really good support network around me and, 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 and the business, like it literally just happened over a, a, a period of a fortnight, you know what I mean? My, um, and so, yeah. How did you start out? So I started out working on a house. Um, I, 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 I took on an apprentice and, um. And I was just basically contracting as a foreman. Uh, the company was set up. My my roommate at the time was in law, so she she did all the background of all that. And I had an accountant friend that did all the back back end stuff. So everything just fell it fell into place. And then, um, and then yeah, I, I went and worked on a house just just running running the job. And um and then that led to uh, finding a, a client of of uh, my own where I could go and have full control over the house. I was actually the builder, so I had my builder's license sorted. And the rest is history, mate. Yeah. But so you went from having one apprentice to now having
0: 14, uh, 14 full time staff. Fourteen, yeah. And that, at the, that's a lot
1: of people. At the height of COVID, we had twenty. Um, wow. Which, you know, it was, it was when I was writing the brief, it it made me sort of think back about you know how uh, how proud I was to, to be able to sort of not only run a company at, at those heights through COVID, but also you know employ uh, twenty people. Um, 20 mouse to feed, they all have mouse to feed. So, yeah, it was uh, – it's blowing up. It's
0: it's blowing up, yeah. Well, it's just a tremendous service to the community. Like you, people often forget, you know, being in business, you're just in service of others. You're That's serving right. your, your, your community, making houses nicer yep. and the people you've been – you're serving your clients, yep. serving your team, and, and you're serving not just their family, your family, their families – all that just because you had the confidence to start a business. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, I, I always think there's such That's a it, you put
1: it, Yeah, you put it really, yeah, I really like the way you put that. No. But yeah, you know, I, I don't think, I think a lot of business owners don't um, give themselves a pat on the back enough. Mm. I think it's very important, um, you know, the service that they are, they're giving to the community, mm. yeah. I went
0: to um, the Small Business Champion Awards okay, on yeah. the weekend. Yep. I'd never been to a business awards before, and I made a vow to myself and to the team that, that we were, gonna, um, we were never going to um we were never going to apply for an award okay. we're one day going to own the awards and we're <laughs> yeah. going to choose who yeah. wins yeah. and blah blah yeah. blah <laughs> anyway so with that frame of mind i went to the <laughs> awards okay. to, okay. to, to to look we we're, we're actually the major sponsor in, yep. and the owner of the awards is a member as well okay uh, named Steve Lowe he's <laughs> company's good Pr- president of Produ- productions anyway it kind of changed my mind about uh, about you know my my thoughts because when you're at these awards and you're seeing these just kind of everyday people and and businesses yep. be acknowledged and like celebrated and their teams are so happy for them and they walk on stage and like they're really nervous cuz it's a fucking big room <laughs> yeah. and you they, they, because they're nervous they can't really Think while they speak, so they just say things that are remote, like they're saying but what it's they're raw feeling. Emotion, yeah, it's right? so raw, yeah. and you're like, yeah. "Wow, this person has worked so hard to to take their team through COVID and to do um, just to do so much." Yeah, and in this one little moment, you're getting to see yeah, how much it actually means I mean, to them. Yeah, and yeah. I just thought, you know, that's what business awards are about. It's it's about witnessing how much how much it means to a business owner to contribute to others and and how proud they are yeah. of, of I can't what agree they do it's, it's not about more. the award it's no, just about no, no. seeing it cuz when you see it you're like wow it's inspiring yeah, i appreciate that owner, yeah, that that business person yeah like, yeah it's inspiring it's it's inspiring the everything.
1: energy like it's uh, it's amazing and and i i would have been on the same same idea as you you know prior going into it. But I think, you know, when you open your mind a little bit and think about what, 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 how people could feel from it, it's, it's just such an amazing thing. Oh yeah.
0: It's, it's really, really special. And then, and then um, I had to get on stage and say a speech and I was shitting myself. (laughs) Everyone thinks, everyone thinks I'm um, like some sort of professional speaker. Cause I, cause a cub. But, but, and at Carb, I speak to my friends. They're all members. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not strangers. Like, even if I people? don't know them, they're still a friend. <laughs> <laughs> so there a few so, people well, there? was there? like 1,200 um, people, Laura, like 1,200 people. But the room was fucking massive. <laughs> and when I walked in, so I was, I was, um, and people were like, uh, oh, yeah, you'd be, you'll be fine. You, you're good at this stuff. And I was like, yeah, all right. But it's still 1,200 people. I have to get on stage and like <laughs> yep. say some stuff. And then I, we get to the, it was at the star. Okay. And we get to the star, and I realize, holy shit, I've been in this room before. Yeah, I did fucking corporate fighter in that exact same room, and then and I remember how nervous I was before like I walked then. out for that. I'm like, this is the devil, this room. <laughs> <laughs> this room's got the better of me two times now. Daniel and the star so, no, don't. Oh dumb, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. I'm switching to the crown.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit in the judges' seats yeah. next time. I'm not, I'm not going to be in the center of the stage,
0: but. Uh. but um, But yeah, it was, it was an amazing, amazing experience. And what you do in general is pretty cool because, I mean, it must be difficult though as well, because
1: you're dealing with people's homes. So what type of building do you do typically? Yeah. So residential, residential construction, uh, probably that medium to high end. So um, we deal with a lot of mum and dads, um, uh, you know, and I, and I think that's, that's like, that's honestly one of the, one of the best things about my job is, and I was thinking about it on the way here, and you know what i what I love and what why I'm so passionate about what I do is because I just love the fact that they put so much trust in you to be able to deliver their you know their family home, their, the, the the home that they're going to raise their kids in, the the, the home that they're going to have all these memories in. and and you know these people are putting in sort of their life savings uh, into somebody that they may have only had you know half a dozen interactions with. um and I just think that's such a powerful thing. Uh, about my job um and, and I, which which I love, and it should should not be you know underestimated yeah but it, 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 you're right it is a powerful – i mean it is a big deal because
0: yep. because most people their home is their biggest asset, yeah, it's also the most important environment they're gonna have yep. other than maybe the workplace yep. which which i would say is up there, <laughs> yeah. but, but it's also, um, yeah, it's, it, it's theirs. It's, it's yeah. their home, which, I mean, I would, co- I would imagine that would cause a lot of, um, I don't want to say difficulty, but, 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 people, like you have to really deliver perfection yeah. for people to be happy. Yeah. Like when it's your home, like if it's your office and the lines kind of out, like, yeah. it. like it does the job when it's your home, yeah. you really, you really want it to be perfect. That's right. Yeah. How do you, how do you, I guess, um, how do you work with people on on that
1: yeah well i suppose it's it's recognizing that from day dot and that that was that was something that's always been in, in the forefront of my mind when i started the company is is i understand the emotion that goes in and the, and the investment that these people put in and, and knowing that, I, you know, I can't be on site all the time. I can't be there all the time. So, so what then comes to it is, is I've got to install that into my employees, those values, and, those values and, and values is such an important word. And I think for any business owner, it's, it's very important to, to, to figure out those values, um, early on. So, so you can make sure that you are delivering the product and everyone is on the same plane and, and, and understands what we need to do and the goal that we need to need to achieve. Yeah, it's kind of like that's
0: what's so powerful about values it's such an easy way for people to remember how we're supposed to act yeah and treat others yeah essentially yeah and
1: i I think um you know growing up the way i did and and the the morals that were sort of installed in me early on is uh, that was a big thing about calling the building company ryan jones building is because it's a piece of me the company's a piece of me and and i didn't want to hide behind you know Sydney homes or, or something like that and not taking anything away from anybody else that does that. But I think it was very important to to make it personal, make the company personal and put a face behind the company um, to know that, you know, you are getting me, you are getting my my morals and my values w- when, I, when I take on your home.
0: Yeah. And see, that just shows though, I guess, that you understood your market. Like you understood them and you understood that it was their biggest asset. It is the most important place in their life mm. and therefore – Tr- and you you hadn't spoken you, you you know you normally if it's a new client you haven't you don't know them for that long of a time no. before you take the um responsibility and therefore what's most important trust trust you know and what's more trustworthy than someone who's got their name on the door that's right. of the company because you take you know if if, if you slander that company slander that person's name, name. you exactly know like right. it, it, that's the ultimate um level unfortunately lawyers and accountants or mostly lawyers um, did that and fucked it up. But builders <laughs> is still good. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I, well, I like to think so anyway. I like yeah. to think so. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I agree. And uh, like, uh, I've got a, my brother-in-law's a
1: bit. Uh, wait, where, where are you from? So ori- originally? Yeah. Uh, I'm originally from New Zealand. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. And you he's starting to pick it up a little bit? Yeah. Well, no, I did that straight <laughs> away. <but. laughs> yeah. Well, that's, um, you know, the, geez, that's 22 years ago. Yeah. Um, uh, Whereabouts I, in New Zealand? In in Auckland. Okay. Um, so I, I suppose uh, my family moved over here. I'm probably just in pursuit of, of, of a better better life and better opportunity. Um, so so we moved to the the Gold Coast. Um, and I spent ten years on the Gold Coast there. Did high school and the back end of, of primary school. Um, I had a sabbatical overseas, Uh, and
0: what, what was your family? Um, so how did you become a builder?
1: A builder? Okay. So my, yeah, so, so I guess it's in the blood. You could say my father's a builder and and his father uh, is a builder as well. So third generation, which, which is also such a, such an awesome thing. And, and, you know, I didn't even know I really wanted to be a builder. Um, but I think um, you know history just repeated itself, and 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 it was bound to happen.
0: I just also think there's so much power in generational yeah. things. Like, imagine if, like, imagine ha- so. Imagine if you became a builder with, and your father wasn't a builder, and his father wasn't a builder. Yeah, you, you're the first. Yeah. Whereas when when you've had two generations of builders, you're the third generation. The amount of building knowledge, knowledge. that's been passed down, like, it's it's kind of like. Well, I was going to say it's kind of like the royal family, but that didn't work out. That didn't work out too well. But like in yeah. theory, yeah. Yeah. you know, like in theory, if all we know and all we specialize in is, is this, yeah. you know, is leading nations or whatever, conquering others, well, we're going to get pretty fucking good at it because that's all so. we do. And and uh, and you see it often at Cub, like even with me, yeah. my dad was in business, so I, I, I had, um, A lot of business knowledge passed down. I'm in business. I'm going to pass down even more business knowledge. I assume my kids would would do the same thing. Generational things are are, are powerful. Massive.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. massive. And I think, you know, I I actually, um, you know, I've got a great relationship with my father and and, and my grandfather. I always talk to them about – you know issues that I'm facing in building, and and I was I'm very fortunate that I that I have that um, that support network behind me to to go back on. But I suppose also it is a generational thing, and 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 you know building in the 80s and 90s or the the 50s and 60s is not what it is in in 2022, right? So. Um, you know, I, I, we we spoke about those values and those morals, and 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 those are what what I rely on those those guys for because they had their successful companies growing up, and um and I think that's the best thing that I can take out out of having having my father and and, and my grandfather there.
0: And how are you managing the um, construction environment right now? Because it is quite hard. There's low stu- There's a shortage of staff. Uh, there's a, a cost of building is through the roof. How are you managing this?
1: Um, it's it's. It's a day by day sort of. Uh, it's so volatile, as as you mentioned. It's, in what regard? It's just well, you don't know what's going to happen, or you don't know where it's going. So it's very hard to to prepare for what's going to happen in six months because you don't know where it's going to be. We've got interest rates growing up as well. So you know, I mean, uh, the inquiries that, that that we were getting last year aren't aren't what we're getting this year. So I suppose that's 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 tough in its own sense. But I suppose when we when we look at labor. um, That's, that's something that I I speak to a lot of other builders about and a lot of other business owners. And I used to get a little bit down about, oh, geez, you know, we're trying to attract people to the company, but everyone's going through that at the moment, right? So the work's there, but, um, but, but labor's, labor's a big, big issue at the moment. I think also. Um, Materials—they're um, not as bad as what they were six months ago, but um, but still, we are still having some issues with with getting getting certain types of materials. I think the way that we are we're working through is we're just being completely open and transparent with our clientele, and that's from day dot. So as soon as we get information, and we're just we're, we're talking to our clients and saying, hey, look, this is running a little bit behind. They're having manufacturing issues with these windows. Unfortunately, it's going to push things out a couple of weeks or it's just, it's, it's not just need that transparency, transparency. And and I find that's the best way for us to do business in this current climate. is just absolute transparency. It, it's, it's, it's like what I think is the hardest thing for business owners or businesses is the
0: change, like stability of environment, like what you're saying, because when you've got issues like uh labor issues yep. uh, or or even your like materials and things like that those issues you can kind of resolve it, it, there's always a way to do it you know if you can't find too many staff fuck don't hire some people and, and focus on something else for the yeah, time being yep, you know yep. that's what i'm doing now i'm, yeah. I'm not going to a big hiring spree because if i did i'd end up hiring uh, uh not great people at great people prices exactly and you know so I'll just wait until something happens, and then I'll I'll, I'll, I'll move when I get at this time. I'll focus on else, but but stability of environment yeah. is it'd be like playing soccer on a field that there was fucking earthquakes happening all the time. <laughs> how, how can you? I, I can't right. play the game. Like, no, I, how am I supposed to play this game because I don't know if the goal is going to be there or if the earthquakes going to move it over there? That's it, right. Yeah, you know, and and I really think that the government should be. I mean, I know they can't control. Uh, everything and, and, and they can try to control yeah. the economy, but l- largely affected by overseas in the States. But I mean, if I was, if I was uh, the government, I would be looking at ways to try to give, try to ensure businesses some sense of stability in yeah. the environment or, or give us more insight because that's the big issue because you can't plan.
1: Yeah, you, you can't. And, and and I think you're right. There's, there's stability. And I think, Certainly, the construction market. I think the, you know the, the economy just needs some sort of stability at the moment. I'd like to think that that's happening in the background. Um, but, but, but who knows? Yeah, and, and the
0: thing is, if you don't if you don't know what's coming, yeah, then you don't know what to do. If you don't know what to do, you don't do anything. Yeah, and when you don't do anything, money stops moving. Yeah, and then money stops moving from you. Then it stops moving from the next person. And then all of a sudden, you find us all in this still position where it's like, well, fuck. Yeah, what's Who's going to make the first move? And you know, like, it, it, and that's that's what I'm uh, fearful of happening. Although I too, I talk to a lot of people, and and the sentiment from what I take from like members yeah. is very positive.
1: Yeah. Well, you got to be positive. You got to be positive in these situations. I think we had a construction roundtable at uh at uh in the city a couple of weeks ago where where it was all all the construction a lot of construction people in the in cub. a cub roundtable. Yeah, cub roundtable, which which. I took so much out of it because it was just a bunch of business owners talking about the, the current um, the current industry and the current climate and what's going on, and how people are dealing with with certain things and 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 you know personally for me in my business we've focused predominantly in, on the residential market, um, but with interest rates going up, you know there were a couple of other members. Oh, we're looking into doing commercial sides of things too. So it's you know it's having. Um, I suppose your finger in a a couple of pies as opposed to just one. So, you know, I think that was something that I I took out of that meeting really, really, that was, um, I I suppose, what's the word? Well, it was, I guess, a useful thought. Useful, which I hadn't thought about previously. So I think, you know, when we peel it back, it's having those conversations within people of your industry and find out what everybody else is doing and collectively coming up with you know yeah. solutions
0: that can help. That diversifying—it's basically just diversifying through through expansion by being bigger. I learned that during COVID because, mm. um, well, Melbourne was just shut down. Um, Sydney was good most of the time. Brisbane was pretty much always open, and Perth was pretty much always open. So I thought, well, wow, if we had Brisbane and Perth at this time, we would have had three cities open as opposed to as opposed to one. And if Sydney shut down when it did and Melbourne still shut, well, I still would have had Brisbane and Perth firing. And so there is that, Stre- like that's when the size gives you strength, yeah. Because you cover more base, yep. you cover more area, and therefore uh, you you lose a fucking leg. That's right. <laughs> I got another one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't work <laughs> in theory. That would be, you'd you be going I mean? around in circles, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> fucking hopping around. The place, but, but 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 having that size is is certainly powerful. And and speaking to peer industry peers, like you did, like that really is the key.
1: Oh, it's massive, and and that's what I love about Cub, is that. You have the opportunity to do those sorts of things. Um, it's only sort of been the last, you know, couple of months that I've really sort of dived into Carves and, and, and what it can offer, and, and 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 I'm starting to slowly get the benefits out of it. Um, but that construction roundtable was was uh, I, I took so much out of that, and Amazing. and having having those people there that I can talk to about you know issues that I'm facing, and and being open and honest, and and not holding back or or not being reserved. Um, you know, I suppose you get out of it what you put in, right? Yeah, well, I mean, and it, it's just
0: like anything. It, all Cub is is just uh, an imaginary platform that enables business owners to come together. Yeah. but It's the relationships that – and cover aside, it's any relationship that you build in the world it makes you stronger. I mean, there's so many sciences towards how building relationships actually makes you happier and live longer too yep. and is – is the, at the top of your like uh, needs in the top of the food chain in terms of being human, but uh, the ability to continuously build new relationships is endlessly valuable. Whether that is like I'm building new relationships with potential clients or yeah. existing clients who then introduce me to their friends and I build new relationships through them or cubbies is just a systemized way to, to build new relationships with other business owners. And that also takes time. Hmm. You know, I will, I always tell every member, well, yeah i tell every i mean it's part of our induction is is that we tell members that it really takes 3 years yeah. to build a community a network you know personal relationships that 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 it would have been otherwise impossible to have built. You know, it takes that time because you need to meet the people first and then you need to actually uh, allow that relationship to form, do a smaller exchange of value, then get bigger, get to know each other on a social, like it takes time, but it's just once you, even just, even just one new relationship represents an endless amount of, 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 um, opportunity Opportunity. and, and, and support and, and knowledge um, it, it's just what life's about. Who you surround yourself with. The same way with your team. Mm.
1: I couldn't agree with you more. It's just, it's about building relationships and you, and you referred back to clients before, which, which, which something that jumped out at me is, is, is something that we really focus on at, at within the company is building those relationships with those clients because all our business is either repeat business or referrals, right? So we, we rely on those relationships with our clients very much. And it's, it's building it like from somebody or a family that you, that you've never met before, nine months later, you're giving them a house over that time, you, you, you build a pretty solid relationship. Relationship with them, and I think it's very important. Um, it's very important just to check in with those clients, and and you know you got to work on a relationship, right? So, um, it's just that transparency and that communication. I, th- I, th- I think it's very important. And what about um, your perspective of the industry as it
0: is, or some yeah, the industry or the other businesses? Mm. What are some holes? Or, or issues you feel that um, the industry is suffering from in terms of how businesses are run or things that uh, as an industry they're not doing. For example, at Cub, um, I always noticed the construction industry is the last to jump on board with like technology. Yeah, massively Things like that. <laughs> and are there any, I guess, industry gaps that you see yourself filling or?
1: Yeah, I think the, the big one for us was, um, When I started the company, I realized that I had to differentiate myself from, from somebody else to be able to, 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 I suppose, get my foot in the door. And what I realized, what a lot of these companies weren't doing is they weren't utilizing technology to a sense, um, whether it's because they're older owners who are just sort of set in their ways, or, or, or whatever it may be, so I did a lot of research and trying to find what I could do to, to yeah, separate myself that may appeal to a different market, and, and technology was 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 the first thing that came to mind. I think- So um, how do you use technology? Technology. So we we run uh, our whole company basically through a, a project management software, which I know a lot of people and a lot of other businesses outside of the industry are doing today. Yeah, it's normal for other it's businesses, but normal. construction, it's not. It's not. It's not. Yeah. It's, it's certainly, um, you know, the, the companies that I was working for prior to starting my own weren't utilizing anything in that regard. So that's one thing that I took from, from working with them that, uh, that I wanted to use in my business. Um, and, and if I think, you know, a construction company, not using a project management software this day and age is, you just got to be left totally behind. I think, you know, it makes so many things, streamlines, uh, streamlines absolutely everything. So, so using a project management software in, in, in the construction sense is, is, is paramount. I think everybody should, should be doing, um, the other thing that, that we've found really good, um, I suppose, good use of as, is, as is, is our social media, um, which I found, you know, sort of four or five years ago, a lot of construction companies weren't doing, there were a lot of, um, guys out there that were doing it. And, and that's one thing that I jumped on and I, and I wanted to invest in a lot and it's, um, you know, it's done great things for us.
0: Yeah. That would pay off because again, it brings back that element of trust and you're right. Bu- builders typically don't have Instagram, no. you know, so, if you're the one that does and, yep. and you can showcase your team and what you're building and things like that, it's just continuously building that trust. What do I get from your company, like for, for or, and from, from you mm. very much. And, and why I think you've had that, I guess, uh, very fast amount of success is that you've mastered the need for trust. Yeah. You, you, you build relationships. Easy. This is the first time we've met. I feel yeah. like I've already known you for two years. <laughs> and, and, and also you must have the quality down pack cause you third generation builder. Yeah. So you know, having those three and then being young and a bit innovative in terms of technology and social media, that's – that. I mean, to me, that sounds like a recipe for success and that's probably what's caused you to have to hire uh, at 1.20-something people. How did you go about hiring those people? I, have you ever hired anyone before that point or was it hard? Uh,
1: look, I – look, it was uh, – yeah, I – I don't, I don't know. I, we we put out a lot of ads. Ads, obviously, to try and to bring bring people in. I where, think where do
0: builders put ads? Is, is it on oh. LinkedIn? Is it on Seek? Is it on?
1: We put ads everywhere in this in this day and age because. So hard to to find people, Um, and you've got to sort of spread yourself over all platforms just to try and bring people in. But um, we promoted a lot on 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 Instagram, uh, which you know has near three thousand followers at the moment. So um, that's a lot of lot of heads looking uh, looking at the company and and trying to sell the company in that sense. But but because we were so new, I I did find it hard to attract uh, more experienced people. So what I realised is I needed to. Grow within and 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 teach the guys within. So we took on a lot of apprentices. At one point, we had five apprentices, and and three of those guys have graduated now into to being, uh, you know, carpenters or, or, or foremen. So um, that was that was very important for us. Um, I think. We had to train within and and grow the team within because it was so hard to get other people to to come to a new company, which is just great problem solving
0: yep. and and using an issue to your advantage. You know, if I can't get experienced people, I'm going to get I'm going to get the best apprentices and fast track them to to, to success faster than another company would, yeah. and, and give them that that uh, more ownership over the project and, 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 that and more learning experience.
1: Yeah. opportunity. When I look at myself, when I was young, I, I wanted opportunity and I and, and I, and I, and I, and I, and I had the confidence to be able to build. But, um, I think pe- because of my age, probably a lot of people were hesitant to give me, you know, those supervisor roles because I was still, still quite young, but, um, but that's that's one thing that we sort of did to try and counteract that the labour is we we employed young and we tried to just grow grow the guys within and give them opportunity with um, look at it, we made a lot of mistakes on the way and everyone makes mistakes but I suppose it was like. What I always say to my guys is, look, it's okay to make a mistake, but if you start making it two or three times in a row, then we've got an issue, sort of thing. So, yeah. well, you're nicer than I am. I tell them, I don't <laughs> care if you make any mistake, just don't make it twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, that's, um, but I think that's very important. And, and it's, and it's not um, yelling and screaming, it's, it's just letting them know that, hey, look, this, this is, this is why this has happened and um, this is how we're going to fix it so you don't do it next time. How, how would you describe yourself as a leader? Like I'm probably – I'm I'm definitely not uh,
0: – It's a f- hard question. It's a hard I'm question. Because, I was just thinking, what yeah,
1: would I say? I, I try to lead by example um, and I try to lead uh, w- with, a, with a certain confidence or a certain um, – I try to be, you know, as relaxed as I can in, in pressure situations. Um, oh, wait, a very important yeah. sign of a strong leader. V- a very very – yeah, I like to think that it's right, right, this, these are our problems. These are what, how we need to solve it. And it's just breaking it down step by step. So I think in in those situations where, you know, I might have a subcontractor going, you know, this isn't ready or this isn't ready, it's just in those calming situations where you've got your, your form and they're looking at you where you're trying to deal with it, you just you just have to talk through it and, and, and just hold your own temper. And even though you might get in the car and be like, fuck, that guy's a wanker, you know what I mean? But you just – in those situations, if you just calm and – um and yeah, just just deal with it as it comes, as opposed to going flying off the handle. Um, I think that builds respect within your team, and it shows those guys that, that, that work for you. That's that's how you deal with those situations. And
0: now, I I, I mean, I, I know that you've got quite a strong team culture. Hmm. How how do you actually instill that?
1: Well, for me, it was it was just. Um, I came from a from a rugby background, so I'm very familiar with that team environment and I, and I look back at the things that we did when growing up and, and, you know, especially with the older guys playing in those teams. It's it's just – there's we, we, we like to do a lot of sort of bonding and, and you know, I, I have a team breakfast once a month where we, we cook a barbecue and we just talk through things and, and everyone comes to sight. You know, it's good to see the boss flipping sam- uh, flipping bacon or eggs on and site. stuff. So, you know, those, those sort of little things I think um, – the boys actually re- really respect, um, you know, we like to go out for beers and I'll, I'll, I'll put on beers for the boys after work. And, um, and and it's not going out all till early hours of the morning no, or anything like that, but it's just, Hey guys, like, I appreciate your work this week. Let's just have a couple of beers on me um yeah see that sounds like a beautiful environment just little little things like that it's not you don't have to do one big thing at once um although we we're pretty notorious for having a good crack at a christmas party but um yeah it's just little things on on a regular regular routine basis that i think help build culture and um you know those younger guys coming through look up to the older guys so yeah I, i rely a lot back on 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 coming through and playing rugby in that environment um because that's what's worked for me and where are most of your work? Eastern suburbs? Eastern suburbs, yeah. We're we're based in Banks Meadow, so Alphison Factory is down in Banks Meadow, but we we predominantly work – well, we're, we're, we're sort of working all over Sydney at the moment. We've got projects in North Shore. We've got projects in, in the inner west. Um, yeah, a lot of work in the eastern suburbs. Um Ah, uh, Paddington. I think we're up to our eighth house in Paddington. So uh, the, uh, I built a house in Paddington four years ago, and we haven't been able to leave. So um, yeah, the tight streets and of Paddington is um, yeah we, got we, you we, stuck in there. Yeah, got us stuck there. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, pretty pretty much all over city in a yeah in a west north shore eastern suburbs. Yeah, oh,
0: awesome. And then what's your vision, or what, what do you want to become? <sighs> I, I, I and what would be if you looked back in your career? Yeah, what would be what would
1: be the situation where you would say, that's what
0: I wanted to achieve?
1: I, I'm proud of that. I'm so fortunate now that I can uh, live a lifestyle that 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 I, that I, that I love. Um, you know, I, I get to have these amazing relationships with so many different types of people and um, I get to build cool shit. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I don't need all the bells and whistles or anything like that. I just, um, you know i just want to be able to to build really Cool, remarkable homes, and yeah, you know, I, I look back at you know times where, where I'd be driving in a family with 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 uh, with my father and, and and my sister and my mum, and you know dad would make sure he he drove past the street where he'd built a house just to show us, you know. That's what I mean? nice. That's so cool. So it's little, th- and I'm a like I'm pretty sentimental in that sense, you know. Yeah. It's little things like that that hit. So you know, I'd like to be able to in ten years' time be able to to drive around Sydney and, and be like, oh look, your dad. That is that, cool. You know? so, yeah, I like that answer. Yeah. It's um because yeah. it's such a special thing. Like yeah. you
0: literally build someone's house, and you can drive past that, and you can show your kids, "Hey, you know, we built that." Yeah, I mean, I,
1: I I look back now and and how um you know how I used to sort of think when when my old man would tell tell me that I'd be like, "Yeah, right, dad, Just let us go wherever we're going. But now I look back and I think, you know, it's that's it's it's such an amazing feeling. Yeah, I can see why he was proud. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Like, yeah. I get it. I because I'm because I'm now yeah, now. yeah, I get it. Now. Um,
0: awesome man. Yeah. Well, we normally like to uh, finish an episode with um, like favorite quote or, or a greatest lesson. Did yep. you have one that you wanted to, or, or a book that you love? Yeah. You, is there one you'd like to particularly share? Well,
1: there, there is. And, it, and it's quite, it's quite a long one. And and people that probably have seen the movie, um, uh, I you know, people that have seen the movie probably recognize it straight away, but it's a, it's one by. Um, yeah, I've got it here for you actually. Oh, you brilliant. 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 Um, so it's 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 a movie, Coach Carter. I don't know if you've oh seen it. Oh my god, it's yeah. my favorite. Movie ever, mate. <laughs> I know. At the end, when they're like walking and they lose, and they're walking onto the
0: court, and it freezes on each one of them, and it says like. Daniel Hakim, went to college, played this, and now lives in Massachusetts and <laughs> has a kid. You know, it's like wow, he survived.
1: It's so yeah. good. It's so and 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 that that that's something that's just stuck with me forever. And, and and yeah, thank you for printing it out. I know the first part of it, but um, but yeah, it's it, the quote is our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond all measure. It's our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Um. So that's just a snippet of it. And and what I take out of that is just, you know, we've got a big, big world out there. You know, you've you just got to back yourself and and just have that confidence in yourself and, and just and just go and get after it.
0: I love it. Yeah. I love that quote because I love that movie too. Yeah.
1: It's amazing.
0: All right, my man, Ryan, thank, thank you, you so much for for today and thank, thank you for having involved in the club. You I'm so happy to hear that you're enjoying it and things. But um, it was a pleasure getting to know you. Yeah, likewise. Thanks, Daniel.
1: Cheers. Appreciate it.
0: And to our listeners, if you want to catch up with Mr. Ryan Jones, you can go to cub.club forward slash podcast and you can find more information there as well as get in contact with him. If you want to catch up with Cub on social, it's at Club United Business. It's equally as awesome there. Ryan, thank you so much again, man. Thank
1: you. Appreciate it, Daniel.
0: Hope you enjoy the show.